Welcome to the Sun Spice Wisdom Show. This is Ashley. And I'm Ryan. Hi. Ryan She's... and Ashley edition. Hey, okay. so so today I want to talk about aprons. Why? Hold on. I need to... My wife told me I could drink my whiskey on air because it's uh, balanced. Yes. <laughs> all, all life includes indulgence. So it's everything in moderation, including moderation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm still going to drink in moderation. Also, before we get into the apron conversation, I need to point out that I still have a man bun. I actually asked Ashley to give me a man bun along with her woman bun specifically for... I was uh, wearing mine before him, though. That's true. This is for our friend Jerry. Uh, Jerry made fun of me. Yeah. Jerry, for, if you're watching, this is for you. Yeah, the, the bun is for you. It's not a everyday thing. It's just for Ryan and Ashley in bed when we want to twin it up. Yep. Okay, so back to aprons. What about aprons? So, Except that I look mighty fine in my apron. You do. You look great in your apron. <laughs> Uh, and I, and I know a lot of women who rock their aprons too. They own their aprons. So I want to talk about this. Okay. Can I, yeah, okay. So I want to, I want to frame this around. I see a lot of times women not realizing, in my opinion, the power they have in things that are traditionally feminine. The roles. power in wearing an apron. <laughs> kind of. Yes. Mm, yeah. The, the power, like, there seems to be, to me, this belief that the only things that are powerful are traditionally masculine roles. Mm -hmm. And I fundamentally don't agree with this. And I think that if people saw how our household worked, they, yeah. they would understand why. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I kind of sit in an interesting place because I can, I can put on the hat of, like, the powerful masculine role. Mm -hmm. And often do. And obviously before you were around, I had to. So I know like I can play that card. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so dig into this split personality mm. and specifically what you had to do prior to me versus now. I mean, okay. So prior to you, I just didn't have the opportunity to always put the apron on and be the nurturing mother to my son that I always wanted to because I had to play put the masculine or you know predominantly more masculine role on to go out and make the money and you know I mean I I lost I lost some pretty fundamental moments with my child because I had to leave the home and I don't think that that part of my life should be celebrated that's interesting. Uh, I celebrate it. Well, so I, I mean, like I celebrate as like, yeah, you're like a badass warrior woman, but it wasn't, it's not, it's not something that I'm like, oh, I should go do that again. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't feel that way. About so, it. so when you say that you, you weren't able to put on the apron, it's this like figurative apron of traditional mothering that you wanted to do, but were not unable to do? Yeah, I wouldn't even call it traditional mothering because I feel like that... Everything's complicated. Yeah. I don't even know what I can say or can't no, say I on know, this whole topic. I know, I know. Or what's well, offensive. Yeah, I mean, obviously someone's going to watch this and be like, oh, he has... You know, but like, forget about that. I'm very for cis me, man. I, I don't even know the right words for me, but I'm like... I don't even know, but I did learn that <laughs> trans 
if you're it's not you know like they them okay it's uh is it czar or like oh, i don't man, know I wish this Jenna is going here. jenna knows she this is going me. down a, a, a Anyways, road that yes. i know nothing about i'm not where i'm lear- we're obviously new at learning all of the terms and we're working at it i'm but curious about me <laughs> you and my I'm a straight woman. What's my... But no, this has nothing to do with it. <laughs> this is such a like, like just like a field of landmines <laughs> that I'm sure we just blew up all of them. Um, but what I'm curious about is yesterday you put on an apron. Yeah. And you and I came in after working and I saw you in an apron and you're making food with the kids and the kids are yeah. so happy. Yeah. Now, to be fair, to get me to that point where I wanted to put the apron on, I ran like me and Aja ran like five little you ran over really five hard miles. So to get me to the point where I was like, I'm ready to be feminine now. It was like I had to like haul ass to to like get rid of all the shit that I needed to and like feel like I would felt um, I don't know, just clear headed enough, hormonally balanced and just energetic enough to get me to the point where I was ready to be creative and and more in that place so this is balance right that you're discussing Mm -hmm. you're discussing this idea that you had an aggressive part of you or let's say the traditionally stereotypically masculine part of you was served yes and you felt more comfortable being the more traditionally feminine part of you yeah yeah it ended up being a very balanced day because i had that other half which is, I feel like, what the ultimate goal is, you know? I mean... This is yin and yang. Yeah, because we're always... I mean, just like you got down in the kitchen on my birthday and created an entire feast for all of our guests. Yeah, and I, and did it, good. I did, did not really burn good. my $18 croutons. <laughs> I spent $18 on ingredients for croutons because I wanted to make them perfect, and I was petrified I would burn them, and I didn't. And some would say that's that's a maybe a traditionally feminine role to make the, 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 all the food, but, uh, it didn't feel that way. No. And I don't think it is. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't actually, I think it's, I think you're, it's maybe less to come, like it's less often that you come by a man that we should have put an apron on you really, because that's how Only you were acting. Just an apron. Just an apron. Nothing else. So, and I think that, I shouldn't keep saying, I think, um, my intention here is kind of to start this conversation of finding that balance between masculine and feminine. And I worry sometimes when we just value, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. we value things like getting a promotion, making more money, uh, doing great in the workplace when that's what we value yeah. for both masculine and feminine, we, we really devalue lots of things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time that I see value in you putting on your apron and our kids learning to make cupcakes, yeah. right? Yeah. There's also value in me making a feast, yeah. which is more balanced, less, you know, less like this thing's valuable. This is not right. Yeah, I feel like we have to be very careful as we're, I mean, women are like, uh, we talked a bit about this where there's like something to prove. And I feel like we have to be careful how we walk because in the process of us feeling like we have something to prove and like in the workplace, like we deserve to be equal. I mean, obviously like 
yes, we deserve to be paid equal and yada, yada, yada. But like we are different than a man fundamentally. And, and not to devalue the woman who chooses to stay home and tend to her kids, that that is, you know, that is of equal value to the woman who chooses to go work and be in the workplace, you know? And then obviously there's people like me who like try to do it both equally. (laughs) There's, there are many ways in which people pursue life, right? Yeah. Um, I do think that we sometimes lose track of all the other things that life is Mm -hmm. and instead focus on really these externalities that it just really doesn't matter if you get well, a raise. And we can feel it. <laughs> except in our, for th- right. I mean, and we can feel it in our own home when our life is out of balance, right? When I feel I'm, it in myself when I have way too much yang in me. I'm like, man, I am like so masculine. I start being a little less sensitive towards my kids. I start being kind of like just short with people and I usually just want to like bulldoze through things. And I, so I feel like it really starts obviously in your house, right? But, but let me, let me pose this to you. Uh, if I work 15 hours a day for five weeks in a row, which has happened, mm-hmm. uh, who am I and how does that make you feel? Um, your, I mean, I don't know what, what are you looking I'm, for? I'm, like, you're not, sorry, a, you're not a, I'm grumpy. you're not a I'm, nice human to be around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're right? not someone I, that I want like the kids to model after. Because you're, you're pointing out yourself, like you being in this place of too much yang, but it way more often happens with me. You're way more balanced than me by default. Mm-hmm. And, and so that was kind of my point is that I yeah. learned about balance, about my right. need to do which is then, very Which is things. why you moved into doing yoga at times. I think the times that you need yoga are actually when you have to be in this very intense masculine role. There is a moment where, yes, where, where I feel the need to be very, okay. So for example, when the quarantine first started and no one knew what was happening and I just went into this, like, well, my family is not going to get hurt and everything's going to be great. And we're going to survive this Mm -hmm. and be better than we were before. And all I did was yin yoga, right? So like, so like during the day, I'm just trying desperately to make sure that we make money. And then every evening or early in the morning, I'm doing very traditionally feminine yoga. Well, that was to manage your extreme anxiety levels. That's true. Yeah. But again, it's, it's this balance thing. And I think that that's why I wanted to talk about aprons because that's that you were speaking of like I I felt like I could put on the apron. The apron is this figurative thing where you're mm-hmm. able to do these more traditionally feminine feminine things. Yeah. But that matters to both men and women. Yeah. Right. And and well, and, and it also matters if you have a family. It matters to your kids. So like that's the, what I saw yesterday. The kids lost their mind. Like Eli was like, "This was a great day. This is the best day ever." And it was only because he got to go run and play with you and build a fort and then come back in the house and be like, what baking with mommy. And now we're making food. And you know, it's just, we didn't just build a fort. Like I picked up logs and cut up my hands, like building this Mm -hmm. structure. We'd never done anything as elaborate on the beach. Yeah. And the kids loved it. Mm -hmm. And then they got to do the other opposite experience. And I think as we talk about this, I want to make sure that I'm clear that like, I don't think men or women 
or whatever you consider yourself, right? I don't think that that's what dictates what your your roles should be. My point is finding that, the balanced energy within yourself, right? And yeah, some people are more fe- masculine. Some mm-hmm. people are more feminine, independent of what they're born as, right? Right. Yeah. And additionally to that. I think that giving that balance, even if you are a single parent, which mm-hmm. I want to now get back to, even if you are a single parent, giving that balance to your child allows them to see the different parts of what it is to be yeah, and be more masculine, more feminine, depending on what fits them. Mm-hmm. So I really feel that this balance is what opens up our children to choose for themselves. Yeah. So getting yeah. back to being a single parent, and maybe not having the apron time. Yeah. And then what it meant to you when you got to be in that space. Cause you, when we got together, mm-hmm. you actually told me, you're like, this was when we had no money. We were like really not doing great with money. And she's just like, you know what? Uh, I don't want to go. I'm not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to work. My son hasn't had a mom. This, these were your words. My son hasn't had a mom for five years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I want to I want to hear more about that because then you took two and a half years of mom. Yeah. After being entrepreneur or like worker, 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 entrepreneur, mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I shouldn't say he didn't have a mom entirely. No, I mean, I was there. That's what you told me. Yeah. But he didn't have that. He didn't have the, I think the idyllic version of, in my head honestly, of the mom that I always wanted, that I didn't always get, you know, that I I like had this vision of in my head of what I wanted. And I wanted to be that for my kids and time with Eli, you know, he had, I mean, he was four. So I was like, this is the, this is like the, the, the time where he's going to really start to remember. And so I wanted to make sure that I was present and not traveling all the time. Like I was. You felt like you lacked balance. I mean, there's, yeah, there's just no way around it. I think I had a lot of, I mean, I was young, so I had a lot of energy, but, and I just, I did the, you know, I did the best I could with what I had, which was the minute I would get off and, you know, an airplane, I was immediately, you know, headed to go pick up my son and make sure I was putting that roll back on. So is balance privilege? Like, like, is it a privilege to be able to seek out that balance? Uh, it's not a privilege. It takes a, an, an enormous amount of effort and drive. Well, but I, I don't know. I kind of feel like it is. I, I, it does take an enormous amount of effort and drive, but. Oh, you mean balance like in like where we're at right now. We have far more balance now. We have far more balance now because we're, you know, yeah. financially well, yeah, in a good yeah, place. Yeah. You could say it is a, it is a privilege. It is a privilege to a certain extent. Um, it takes, I mean, it obviously took us work, but together we create more balance. Just. So, so do you think individuals, cause this really was where my brain was at, was that, I feel that socially in- increasingly we value the more tra- traditionally masculine sort of successes as the only successes. And do you think that stems from people not finding that balance? So we're losing, cause I don't understand why it feels like 
being a mom is less valuable than being a woman who works. Mm. I, I don't get it and I've never got it. I don't, I don't understand it. Well, I think you, it's what you see like in the media more and it's what you see up on the, you see it in like the magazines, people celebrating like, you know, woman of the year, like I, yeah, I guess Forbes there's not 30 under 30 and yet, you know, it's just there's like no mom's magazine. I mean, there, <laughs> is, I'm, there is, but there, yeah, I mean, it probably doesn't get as much attention. Right. And I mean, we don't get, we don't. I mean, obviously we're not the ones controlling what, what's being shown, we, but we also don't validate world's best dad. We validate like guy who made a billion dollars. Yeah. So how do we, what are your thoughts on like how we move away from only valuing this one thing, which I would say is Yang. Right. And I'm sure I'm messing that up. Right. Mm -hmm. But like validating this one part of someone, you know, how much you made this year. Right. Right. Versus like, did you, did, did you truly connect with your children? Today? Yeah. I mean, I think it just, well, when it starts in, in your house with the dynamic between you and I and us finding balance or, you know, if you're single, I mean, obviously it's harder, but you can find those balance. You find your, your more yin place, your more feminine place. You can do it through yoga. You can do it through dancing. Like there's all of these sort of things that you can grab onto as forms of expressing out more yin or more yang. Can it, you, can you explain to me? Cause when I met you, you felt you were very balanced in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Right. So c can you maybe explain for maybe there are single mothers watching this mm -hmm. who are like, this is ridiculous or single fathers, right? Like, it's like, I'm working all the time. I'm trying my best. There's spaghetti on the walls. Yeah. Right. And, and, and when I met you, I felt like you were more balanced and in tune with yourself than I'd ever been. That was one of the really big things that attracted me to you, honestly. Hmm. Yet you had so much more responsibility than me. Yeah. And, and how did you get that on your own? And feel free to talk on like anything you did, your housing situation, whatever. Mm -hmm. But then how has that changed from now? Hmm. Um, well, I think part of like seeking balance, because I was in a really balanced place, is by feeling, knowing and being in a place where you feel extreme imbalance. So I think because I knew what it felt like to feel really out of balance, it it was always kind of like, well, that that's my reference point. What was your... What was really out of balance then? Because when I met you, you just got no. Out of I some mean, really in the past, things. I'm saying prior to you meeting me, I had faced being out of balance. Got it. So by having extreme imbalance and recognizing that and feeling it, it became it becomes easier to feel when you're in balance. I also started doing yoga and breath work and that sort of stuff when I was pregnant with Eli, because that was like, you know, when you're homeless and you have no money but there's donation based yoga. Like that was my sort of like place safe haven that I could go to and always trust that like that will always be there. Um, but as far as like moving and finding more balance as I became more successful and got myself out of these, you know, challenging situations, I also, I drew, I mean, we lived in a house with other women 
and men that were single parents, which obviously we all ended up kind of balancing out certain roles in certain ways. And that definitely helped when you met me because I wasn't, there were certain things that I was doing less of for better or for worse. <laughs> now, yeah, that, that I feel we like could argue that that wasn't, that wasn't a great situation, next, but I would say it actually did prime me. Uh, it served you in a lot of you ways. In certain ways. Yeah. The next episode, we will talk about Ashley's living situation prior to <laughs> being with me. Um, so that one quick thing I want to say is um, the shout out to the fact that donation based yoga yoga trainer was who? Travis Elliott. And we now pay him even when we don't use this service. Yeah, month. we just pay him every month. Yeah. So, so it's, I that, don't, yeah, yeah. He's we don't always use it. That's what I've used. I've loved learning from Travis Elliott mm -hmm. via my phone in the corner. But and we miss going to your class in person. Yeah. Me in particular. I, I only went to a handful in person, but uh, I, I do think it's interesting what you speak of feeling out of balance. You're actually the mirror for me that made me know I was out of balance. Oh, interesting. So I've only come to be more in balance through seeing the fact that like you can go through a day like this and then I go like this. However, I will say this, that Ashley does like this and then does like a chasm like once a quarter. Mm-hmm. And then and shoots. quarterly freak out. Yeah, she has like Although a. Although now that I have a normal menstrual cycle. I, Are we going back to that? It will be more balanced. We left a cliffhanger, which was <laughs> like, is she pregnant? No, I just started my period. <laughs> which means she can get I like get to pregnant. let the whole world know where my life is at. Yeah. If, if, um, if, if you choose to watch this show, you'll learn about Ashley's menstrual cycle. And I'll ask a lot of dumb questions about women. <laughs> okay. So back to the apron and how I'm going to wear one. Yeah, you should definitely put one on. The figurative apron I put on already, but I need a literal apron. Mm -hmm. You do. I, I feel good. You were talking about this balance thing, and I just want to like close out to let you know. I felt really good making that dinner. Yeah. It felt really good for me to just sort of get through my day. I hustled, I hustled, I hustled. Remember, it was stressful. You were super stressed out at the beginning but of the then, day. But then I got in there, and I had my two hours to prepare this party, and I was so excited. It was very balanced. Mm -hmm. And it was also a reminder when I was in that experience that all the, what I would say is the Yang stuff where I'm like freaking out that I won't finish. Is I actually think like the ultimate way to feeling like, like, you know, just having self-health and like balanced energy. Like I think a lot of like mental health, emotional health, self-health, um, or sorry, physical health, I think a lot of it has to do with the balance of the masculine and the feminine. And I think we can actually take that concept and put it towards almost anything related to uh, humanity and society and figure out where things are out of balance just through that lens. And we could solve a lot of problems in that way. So there, there seems to be a disconnect between calling things masculine and feminine mm -hmm. in a way that I would say is more the like Eastern yin and yang. Again, not an expert, right? But there's this whole idea that everything has two sides. Mm -hmm. And then there's a more American perspective, which is like that 
you're just talking about social constructs. This is not a good idea. And um, in some ways, I totally understand this idea of well, Eastern philosophy is a lot older and has been is well, than American philosophy. So we'll just start from there. Well, well we 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 can certainly start from there. But I <laughs> also stuck through it for a long time and still standing. Well, I also <laughs> babies. Th I think we're misunderstanding the idea of masculine and feminine energy. Mm -hmm. And we're thinking that it means man and woman, but what it actually means yes, is like yeah. the two sides of a human. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, uh, often the sun and the moon, often the human with breasts has certain tendencies that are different than the human with a penis. Yeah. Right. But not always with your hormones, right. Not always. Mm -hmm. And everyone has these, this dichotomy. Yeah. And my worry is that our desire to make sure everyone is treated equally sometimes distances us mm. from this concept of balance. Right. And that's kind of where my head was at yesterday. Right. It's that more, it becomes more important to prove what you are than to how you feel. Yeah. I, Which I, ha how you feel has to do with, you know. There's, it's, it's a, it's like, it's, it's just, a, it's a change in like thought versus like, I am and everyone shall know versus I feel. <laughs> so that's interesting. That, that wasn't where my brain was at. The, uh, I do think that some of the issues stem from people having to prove something, mm -hmm. but that we shouldn't ignore difference. I guess the, uh, kind of what I was feeling was when I saw you in that apron, I'm like, man, she rocks that. Mm -hmm. She's way better at this than me. And you are. And you even said it to me. Like, I was like, Ash, if you ever left me, I couldn't handle these kids. And you look at me like you would be great. And I know I would figure it out, but I'm not you. There are certain magical things that I frankly think have to do with the fact that you literally gave birth to these humans. Mm -hmm. They came out of you. Right. That I, well, and thank you for not devaluing that. Well, and that's what I'm getting <laughs> at. That like, that, that shit is magic. Yeah. And that's the part that... And it's also the hardest part about being a mother. And giving birth? No, that <laughs> responsibility of it, of having this innate sort of wisdom as a woman and as a mother to your children it is a hard thing to constantly have to. Oh, you mean the be fact the that tender to this side of myself because it is just a side of who I am. It is the role of the mother is this constant responsibility that I am aware that I have, and it is different from you. Could you turn it off? Um, I had to turn it off as a single mom. See, I, I, and it's, to, a, and to a certain degree, I believe that, but I see you wake up from like the lightest cry from our children well, right. and you just shoot out of bed. Well, okay. No, there's, there is that there's the primal, but then yeah. there's, there's the emotional, right? Okay. You can be, you can be the primal mother. We're like, oh yeah, I'll get up and like any, any, anyone who hurts my babies, I'll kill them. But then there's the emotional component to being a mother which is the choice to be sensitive to your children, the, the nurturing piece that is, um, that it, it's like, a, it's, not, it's not about survival. It's not about keeping your kids safe. It's about emotionally tending to them. Okay. And that's another, like, that's like another element of motherhood 
that is less innate in man, I think just simply because of past generations where you guys, you would leave, you would go hunt, you would go off to war, you would go off to fight or whatever it was, right? You would leave the nest and we would, as women would tend. And I think that that these days it's very easy to be like, yeah, but he didn't go off to war, right? And and that's been many, many generations, but it it's, uh, it's, I guess what I'm, getting to is that we don't know to what degree thousands of years of tradition mm-hmm. impacts us. And I think sometimes we wake up and we think that everything we say to, we see today, that we feel today, that we hear today is somehow more righteous than right. what happened before. Yeah. And I, and I think that that is, uh, right. We just want to like blow it all up and start over. Yeah, and it's, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I get that it. That might sound good in the moment, but I get it. Men have been bad to women. I yeah, get it. But that's a that's a form of denial. It's the form of denying your past. Interesting. Like and denying... denying your past got no one anywhere. Interesting. It just I mean, it, like you can think about it on like a global, you know, perspective, but just in your life. Like you can just it's like putting up trauma in the back of your brain and being like, we're just going to tuck this guy away and pretend it never happened. That shit will find its way back to you. So, and so in, you know, on a global scale too, you know, you could, you could put that same methodology into anything you're talking about. But do you feel that, uh, women are denying historical roles in some way? Um, I actually think it's more complicated than that. I, I do. And you probably will disagree with me, but I feel like women are feeling called to, to stand up for the areas where they feel the feminine has been disrespected. And why would I disagree with that? Well, I think I made a comment earlier off, off before this, where I, I said this idea of like, they're not like this, the whole, the whole idea of like disrespecting the earth is a disrespect to the feminine. And so I think women are feeling called to do something, you know, maybe not all women. I don't think all women are like that. Um, but I do, I do think in general, we're way more connected than we want to admit. And so this idea that we feel like we need to go do something and fix this problem, you know, um, You, you think the earth's a woman? Absolutely. Like, interesting. I mean, I cool. I guess I get why she said I wouldn't agree because I don't exactly see it like that. But I do understand this idea that if I were to believe that the Earth was a woman, which I don't disbelieve, disbelieve is that a word? Uh, that we're certainly disrespecting the earth and therefore potentially disrespecting womanhood. Mm-hmm. All this conversation started from aprons, aprons. So I rock that apron. When can I see you in your apron again? Uh, the next time I run five miles. <laughs> so Audra, if you, you know, if you're, if you're here, please take, take the wife out. Yeah. Any day. I love you. I love you very much. Thanks for watching. Thank you. Uh, And uh, we appreciate everyone watching. Have a fabulous evening. Mm